Paladin, Paladin, where do you roam? Paladin, Paladin, far, far from home. Have gun, will travel, reach the card of a man. A knight without armor in a savage land. His fast gun for hire keeps the calling wind. So what does the 1950s TV show theme, excellent as it is, The Ballad of Paladin, have to do with the modern Chicago way of July in 2022? August is beginning. The mayor wants to plop a $2 billion dome on top of Soldier Field, desperate as she is to uh, find relevancy in Chicago. The violence continues. Lollapalooza is coming because there's nothing like having a mass mass grouping of people in a city of violence. People are reportedly going out to the suburbs to have dinner. I see. We see that in Cranes. And all that's on the table for Jeff, Carl, and I to talk about today on the Chicago Way, along with the book that we'll be dealing with soon called Criminal Injustice, What the Push for Decarceration and Depolicing Gets Wrong, and Who It Hurts Most by Raphael Manguel of the Manhattan Institute. And if you live in Chicago, you might figure out that it's hurting you most because it is. And where are you as Paladin roams the West? Have gun with travel, a knight without armor in a savage land, and Mayor Lightfoot is plopping the dome on Soldier Field. You're on the Chicago Way podcast on WGM Plus. Look, the Chicago Way is a deep cultural phenomenon. It's the Chicago way. The Chicago way. That's the focus. In a tower by the river, there lived a man. There was a man who took a stand with pen and paper in his hand, defeating foes in every ward with a pen more mighty than the sword. No escape from his ink lasso in a tower by the river. Castle. Here's how you get him. He pulls a knife, you pull a gun. He sends one of yours to the hospital, you send one of his to the morgue. That's the Chicago way. Ah, Paladin, have gun, will travel. A simpler time, John, although probably in reality a more complex time. We just thought it was simpler. But that those were the days. Those and, were the uh, days when uh, people of the left had to be canceled, and and now conservatives are canceled. That's all. <laughs> That's right. Well, there you go. There you go. Exactly. McCarthyism of the left is now continuing. Right. But, the, um, the pendulum swings. Do you like that theme, Jeff? Well, I mean, I'm an old school fan of that stuff. I mean, I, I was a I, I I grew up on old time radio, so I which was all the precursor to all the TV stuff. So I love that stuff. Uh, Gunsmoke. Uh, what was the Lone Ranger? Obviously, I love Lone Ranger. Like more, that, yeah. Yeah, I mean those were those were those were interesting, especially as a kid. You know, it's very uh, easy to find yourself lost in that stuff. But you know what? I, another thing is, uh, as a kid, John, which I don't do anymore, uh, is ride, I don't ride my bike much anymore. 
And I wish I, I wish I did. I wish I was more of a bike rider. I've got a really sweet, Christine and I have my parents' bikes. Uh, was we were, where parents got married, they got matching Schwinn, Schwinn Collegiate Series. You were, uh, you have, you and Christine have matching little spandex shorts and stuff <laughs> like that. <laughs> no, no, no. We're we're more the casual bike riders. But actually, I mean, we don't even bike right now. I, I I I know all the both the bikes where they are, but I can't imagine what condition they are. And they're hipster, bright yellow. Hipster bike riders on wearing cardigan sweaters on the <laughs> on their bikes in the in the fall. That's great on the lake front. <laughs> yep, exactly. But why uh, but, do you bring up uh, why do you bring up the little bike people again? <laughs> the little bike people. That's a phrase, John. That's never going to leave you. You know, that's going to follow you around as your yeah, your just like the Chicago way. <laughs> just like the Chicago way. Well, I bring it up because Paladin is obviously a reference to your column this week on on the uh, infamous the doxing, if you will, of of your home in by the paper, uh, which is still just blows my mind that anybody can consider that news that and the arguments being made for it by certain people with certain sub stacks just blows me away that it's like oh it's it's important to the readers the readers want to know the readers the readers, yeah. the readers, readers. want to know how many powder rooms john cass has and where is he living how is that news i mean news is defined right by the idea of something that's uh, information that can practically applied to your life right something that's going to impact you one way or another that new information doesn't impact anybody anyway. Anyway, other that news doesn't impact anyone one way or another, unless it's in the construct of like, oh, capitalism. Like, hey, we have a paper and we don't want competition, so let's cut down our competition. Like, that's that's the whole point. Or it's this like weird looky looism, rubbernecking on people's personal lives, which is is entertainment, maybe, but don't call tell me it's news. Come on, you know what this is. Uh, this is why people come to the Chicago way because we can cut through yeah. the bone. Right. And uh, this is what it is. It's uh, John Cass lives in John Cass moved out of Chicago and lives in St. In Northwest Indiana. And he <laughs> almost did it to yourself. John. I know I did it to myself, <laughs> but they, they've done it. It's already out there. Yeah. They've done it. And uh, he lives out there. And so you don't have to listen to him because he doesn't know anything about Chicago. Right. <laughs> I spent my life here. I bled here. I raised my family here. I, I grew up here. I grew up on 52nd and Peoria, and now I'm going to have uh, an oak lawn and everything else, and now I'm going to have some nerds uh, wag their fingers at me. Uh, sorry, boys and girls. Wag your finger at me at my house, and we'll see what happens to you, Okay. So right. I don't think that would be good because Paladin no. wouldn't like that. And he might <laughs> he might even laugh. You know, the Richard mm. Boone laugh when he was <laughs> laugh like a psycho, like that yeah. wheezy, wheezy tubercular laugh <laughs> of Richard Boone. Uh, yeah. That well, be- as a self-proclaimed nerd, and not all of us are out to get you, John. Yeah, um, I don't I know people. <laughs> you're not out. You're just, just former certain people at the paper who are who don't like being having competition but you know what that's what the american dream is right exactly so put your stuff out there people want to subscribe to johncastnews.com 50 dollars (laughs) a year and guess what you get two months off how's this i'm gonna get take this ad at the paper two months (laughs) off and and you'll get a like a little tchotchke or some merch like a chumbalone hat or something yeah 
You think they'll run that that uh, ad? <laughs> that'd be that'd be great. I'd love that. But there's uh, more yeah. to more to life than me and my and my cornfields. And you know, <laughs> like you build it, they will come. Right, uh, little Jacobin trolls. You build it, they will come. But there's more to to this uh, world than just me. And uh, Jeff Carlin, uh, what the hell is going on with the mayor and the popping on, popping the <laughs> dome on uh, Soldier Field? Right. Oh my gosh. So as we you know tape this and this week, one of the big pieces of news was that Mayor Tail Between Her Legs Lightfoot wants to have a dome for the Bears to have on on top of Soldier Field to to try to keep them in the city. Because if we remember correctly that there was the rumors percolating that the Bears were going to try to purchase uh, Arlington Racecourse, International Racecourse, out in uh, the suburbs, which I worked at for many years. It's a very nice place. I'm sad to see it close. But that... It's where you played was, nearby for the Palatine Celtic FC. That's right. I did. Um, and uh, But the mayor, so the mayor at the time said, they're not going to do that. We have them on a lease. They're, there's no way. This is a bargaining deal. Blah, blah, blah. And then they did it. And then now she comes back to us with this. And as I have noted, Soldier Field must be a year-round destination. We must enhance the fan and visitor experience, that is, and that is precisely what we aim to do. So that's why I'm excited to share that we have developed three potential concepts for Soldier Field. The first, ladies and gentlemen, is a domed stadium. The second is an open-air stadium ready for a dome. And the third is a multi-purpose venue tailored for soccer. The soccer part is intriguing, but um, you know Soccer, what? did you hear that, John? She's been listening to the Chicago way. <laughs> she, uh, she uh, yeah. But didn't she tell the Bears she's got an F and a U for them or something like that? Well, I don't remember if she was. That was the attitude, though. The same. That was certainly right. That exactly. Tough guy, cigar chomping, uh, Mayor Lightfoot, Maximus, right? Fallus, Fallus, Maximus. Exactly. She she played that role, and now, now she's worried. Sorry, I was chewing nicotine gum. (laughs) Sorry, sorry. That's all right. That's all right. It's less distracting than than the click of your lighter. Because yeah. whenever I'm editing it, I can sometimes hear that. Well, you it's, won't hear it now. You haven't. Yeah, heard I know. It weeks. I know. I wait months even. That's um, why I'm going crazy. Um, I know. But but what, you know, the, the beginning of that thing, she talks about it. I mean, it's it's it sounds like it was could have been written by the Bears, and it's it's crazy. You know, the city already spent way too much money on the, on the stadium to begin with for a, a subpar product that actually limited the capacity of the stadium somehow, and the taxpayers are footing that bill. And now she's expecting somehow they're going to pay for this. Because if you look around the league, you know, these teams don't pay for their own stadiums for the most part. They get taxpayers to fund it some way or another because they have massive teams of lawyers who are very, very smart. And she's now essentially opening up the purse string and say, hey, this has got to get built because you we need it downtown. We need this thing. You know, it, it's just, really think we need it or do you think right? the city needs it or is it uh, perhaps attitude adjustment she's just showing you as a potential voter mm-hmm. that she's trying everything she can this is about mayor's the mayor's effort she's right. efforting exactly I hate that words 
I know I hate it too. And she's efforting to keep the bears, and that's the point of this whole ridiculous right. exercise. That's why there's all the pomp and circumstance. Yeah. And, and meanwhile, you know, we're also building a giant casino that's going to have all these things, and in which there were some questionable deals and agreements made uh, behind doors, allegedly. From the mayor's office but this this is nuts i mean you she's heard her whole premise is that it needs that we need a year-round facility on the lake why no who wants to go do to go towards the lakefront in the dead of winter i don't care what's out there it, it's just it's not pleasant and then why do the bears play an open field it's a benefit to them so you're gonna take that away from them they can't do anything as it is so it's it's it gets a big fail how about this you let the you let the Beloved Chicago Fire that are on a roll now, perhaps making the playoffs, play in Soldier Field. You let the Bears play in Arlington Heights. You don't charge taxpayers anything, and you don't take any taxpayer money away from police and fire because there's a pension fall, shortfall. There's uh, there are cops that they have to hire. I think that there's a report that they only hired like 50 cops last year, something like that. It's ridiculous. I mean, something I don't know. like that. I mean, something I, like the, that. Something the, low. The application yeah. classes are are in like the low hundreds, if that. And right, you know, when they used to be thousands, which obviously that's been a maligned force for a while, and so yes, it's it's no surprise. But it, it but that fire thing. But that's what we need. I mean, the city needs that. Fear needs firefighter uh, EMS. They need. You don't. We need not to get a ten thousand dollar bill if we have to take an ambulance ride in the city. Like. We need to figure these things out that are way more important. And it's I just- put I put Pat, uh, the paramedic, in charge of why do we have to pay extra money if you if you get if you get shot, do you have to pay or just some sure. people have to pay? Well, right. If you don't, if you, <laughs> yes, of course. If your and- social security number says you're below a certain level, then yeah, you don't pay. Someone else is paying for it. But if you get paid, if, but if you're driving on the expressway and you get shot. And Pritzker doesn't have the state police to deal with it. Right. And it happens all the time. Just happened the other day. Yeah. Which actually is, there's been a downtick. They put those license plate leaders in. So it sounds like, it seems like the uh, the offenders are watching the news and are avoiding the uh, expressways in that regard. Isn't it funny? Isn't it funny (laughs) that uh, people that that are predisposed to violence on others might pull back? Right with those policy em- change, those huh. em- those yeah, those impulses. If they think that there's going to be punishment, hey yeah, Kim it, Fox, how you doing? Yeah, it goes both ways. Speaking of Jeff, I got to ask you. Speaking of stuff that Chicago doesn't need and the taxpayers don't care about. Uh, what about the more, uh, more efforting, John? Yeah, more efforting. What about the efforting to make the good old boys uh, that she mocks as uh, deplorables happy with her by putting in the uh, NASCAR races downtown? What, <laughs> what is that? I know, right? I mean, I have yet to find someone or come across someone who's like, "Oh, I got that's a great idea." Uh, I can't wait for that or sign me up. I mean, it just, it's absurd. And, and in, in true mayoral fashion, again, it's probably all goes back to the idea of efforting. It was one of these things that was, she consulted with NASCAR. She apparently had been in, it's been in the works. They've been 
planning and, and scheming about when and how, and not to mention it's another, you know, weeks where the, the public won't have access to the, the parks uh, downtown during our summer, which is only ex- what 90 days of summer or a hundred and whatever it is days of summer. Right. And they're going to close the parks for more stuff that supposedly is money-making. <laughs> Come on. But of course, <laughs> in, in true fashion, uh, the mayor didn't consult anybody whose ward might be impacted by this, who might have some thoughts on, hey, you know, maybe where you want to do this isn't the best idea. So, uh, Brennan, uh, Alderman Brennan Riley was on with Paul Lisnick, uh on the in, with yeah. second week or third week of July. And this is what he's, he was asked about it. We, uh, I always follow your tweets and what fills me in on what's going on. And, of course, you pointed out that the mayor may have uh, reached an agreement with NASCAR to have three years of stock car races through the streets of downtown Chicago. You might remember Mayor Byrne tried that back in 1980 and then pulled the plug before it happened. But your point was nobody's been consulted on this. No one has. Um, this, this announcement came out and, and not a single one of the aldermen that represent parts of downtown was engaged on this. And apparently these negotiations have been going on for months now. And so uh, that's very disappointing. I think that's <laughs> yeah. a transparent process. I, okay. Right. I got it. Right. I mean, come on. Simple things. More efforting, more efforting telling you, keep your mind off the fact that the major index crimes are going skyrocketing through the roof along right. the lakefront, along the lakefront wards. And mm. and distract them with uh, thoughts of what, like uh, Larry the Cable Guy coming to your town, <laughs> right? Hanging out in Wicker Park with you, right? I don't want to uh, disparage any uh, any NASCAR fans in case I they don't are, either. But but yeah, I mean that's the idea. It's like you're going to bring people into the city to watch NASCAR. Like, yeah. I mean, what? Here's another thing: you could have. Uh, you could have gladi- gladiatorial games <laughs> in uh, in in Soldier Field under the dome, right? And they they would pay for themselves. All you got to do is round up whoever's shooting at each other. You know, throw them in the in the Soldier Field. Maybe have a couple tigers on chains so they can't <laughs> run away too fast, and let it go like a, a gladiatorial games, right? Yeah, Laurie, that, that, would, that would be something to change the subject, huh? Right, exactly. If we're thinking outside the box, I yeah. mean, uh, it's just another another week, another collection of just mismanagement. I mean, I, <laughs> Jeff, it tells you uh, how badly Chicago's mismanaged. And if Chicago does not elect a manager, competent management soon, uh, there's no Chicago. So uh, the ripple effects will continue, and Jeff. But listen, everybody, Jeff and I have a have um, homework to do. Yes, we're both, we're both reading Criminal Injustice. What the push for decarceration? Hi, Tony Preckwinkle, right. and depolicing. Hi, Larry. Gets wrong, and who it hurts most by Rafael Manguel of the Manhattan Institute. Yeah, yeah. I guess next week. Uh, hopefully, that, that that should drop next Tuesday. Yeah, it should. Uh, and it's it should be an interesting conversation. And Raphael's very well spoken, very uh, very good at, at breaking down complex data and, and pointing out how it can be manipulated to tell a certain story, a specific story. So that'll be uh, really interesting to see. Well, Jeff, uh, I think on. it'd be very interesting. And you know what? I really hope that former colleagues who've been bitching at me lately about what I've <laughs> written about, you know, stay away from my home or. Or right. won't be happy and quit harassing my wife, having the you know calling the 
real estate agent and Betty gets a call from a real estate agent. She's like, why do they want, what are they doing? Why are they coming after us? Uh, it, it, it bothers me, but you know what, instead of doing all that, instead of defending it, like, uh, certain people with, uh, who wish they had uh, a, fo- a paid following, maybe they want to listen to this, the podcast with Raphael Manguel, because, uh, it speaks, he speaks to everything that the city and the county are dealing with right. the decarceration in Cook County jail the deep policing, all that stuff, the attitudes of the of the criminals and the violent and, and the people that deserve bail, the people that deserve uh, right. to be treated fairly in, in mm-hmm. a criminal justice system. But you have to balance that against the needs of the community uh, and not, you know, unleash tigers yeah. in the streets. Yep. Yep, Jeff, you said the yep, like I figured we're done for this episode of the Chicago. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) It seemed like a a good place. Oh, but John, before we go, uh, anything you're reading or watching that uh, people should jump on besides the boys, which I'm still yet to get to, but it's on my list. I I had the misfortune of, um, you know, trying to be nice husband and... um, (laughs) <laughs> but I said, buddy, are you watching? What are you watching? And it was called Virgin River. I'm sorry, what? She's watching this soap opera called Virgin uh, River on uh, some Netflix thing. Everyone lives in a perfect Northern California community. Everyone has nice clothes. Nobody's muddy. <laughs> and and uh, there's like drama about whose twins, who do those twins really belong to? And are they your children or my children? And I'm going to fight for the embryos and all sorts of drama. Wow. And uh, I uh, I sat there and, you know, supported my wife in that. But uh, I'd rather watch Paladin. <laughs> well, John, I, uh, I probably will not be partaking in that after your stellar review. But I, um, I do recommend... If you're into audiobooks and have a lot of free time because it's 60 hours worth of tape, uh, is uh, doing uh, you know I drive do some driving and and I uh, I've been listening to War and Peace as read by Thandie Newton of Westworld fame and other things. She's very talented. Um, it's very good. Susan she does, does yeah. yeah, yeah, right. She does the voices. It's very good. Um, it's it's interesting. I mean, it's long and it's it's unfortunately a little slow at times, as everybody knows. I mean, not maybe everybody, but War and Peace is not necessarily a page turner um, all the time. But I do recommend it. She's very good, and even just if you take in the first, you know, few chapters of it, it's worth it because you get to get a flavor. Get yeah, you get a flavor of her, and you get a flavor of the time. She does a very good job at trying to, you know, add in add in voice characterization as she can. So I highly recommend it. You know, uh, one thing about her, if I if I might say, um, she's a physically she's a very attractive lady, and uh, she yeah. could have been like gone to you know make some money in Hollywood as the hot chick, you know, because she she plays the, the whatever that was in Westworld with the robot prostitute <laughs> madam who could kill you, and, and while she's like the praying mantis of right. females, you know, you have sex with her and she kills you. But uh, she never, she didn't go that route. She did a few of those roles, but she decided to 
become an actor and truly act. And I, I really, my hat's off to people who do that, you know, who. Sure. And she's a stage actress. I mean, she does on the stage and that's such a hard, hard thing to do night in, night out. And, you know, that's, she's talented. There's no doubt. Yes, she is. And, uh, you know, you watch, you listen to that War and Peace. I'll, I'll, I'd rather have Nick uh, Tolstoy's. Is it Tolstoy, right? Tolstoy's right. War and yep. Peace. I'd rather have his, uh, his voice in my head. <laughs> I don't speak your, your Russian, so or Prussian. You know what? Uh, Charlie Lipson came up with an idea that uh, he he thinks that regular contributors, because uh, I'm going to have that surgery finally. Yeah, uh, should uh, might want to write uh, what I'm reading, you know, what I'm reading and write about what you're reading at the moment. And I think that's a great idea. It could yeah. be like evergreens that we could run while I'm in on pain the on the yeah. men. Um, but we can always talk. Right? Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Jeff Carlin, thanks a lot. And uh, we'll see you soon. Yeah. For, for John Cass, soon to be re- mechanically repaired. Hopefully. And for Jeff Carlin, who uh, somehow has a problem with plopping a dome on Soldier Field and pretending that it's news or like coming out of my coming out to my house and trying to write about my hardwood floors and my powder rooms as if that's news. (laughs) We'll catch you next time. (laughs) We'll catch you next time. So join us again. Paladin wants you to join us on another edition of the Chicago Way Podcast on WGN+. Plus. He travels on to wherever he must. A chest knight of silver is his badge of trust. There are campfire legends that the plainsmen speak. Of the man with the gun.